show. Obviously, you're not a golfer. What kind of beer do you like? Heineken! Fuck that shit! Pops, food, ribbon! You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. So what's the problem? I don't know. Money, 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 money! I drink your milkshake! I drink it up! Son of a bitch. Stole mine. You're a cantaloupe. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. It's WTM. Watch this movie. I prefer Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays. <laughs> Even though Hanukkah's over, Happy Holidays. <laughs> Shalom. Love that I'm, sport. I'm your host, Eric Mulder. <laughs> so he says, wrecked him, damn near killed him. That's right. I'm joined today. We got a full house. We got Alex Jones. Hey. The, yep, the real, there the real deal, Alex Jones. Kick it, beef jerky time. You want some beef jerky? We got Brett, Wolfie T. <laughs> 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 you forgot who I was. Wolfman's got nards. Well, I almost said your last name for a second there. Yeah, I don't know why <laughs> that happened. Alex Jones, Brett, uh, Wolfie T, <laughs> <laughs> and that, we got Jason here. Hello. Bodies by Jason. <laughs> nice, you got that soundbite. <laughs> totally soundbite. Yeah, we... Uh, Did you get a soundbite from yet? No, because we need to talk about it. I like. I watched This Is 40 specifically to find that line. Nice. We could use that. Um, Brett and I were also thinking, we haven't even... I don't think we even told him yet. There's, we're sitting on a gold mine with all the Friday the 13th movies. Yeah. Nah. Yep. People yell Jason in a variety of different ways. It was Jason. Or he also thought we had, just we, doing the ch ch ch. Yeah. Me and Jason talked about it. We're not into that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were going to get a clip from uh, our uh, Jason Lives episode where, uh, who's, what's the guy's name? Billy? No, what the fuck's his name? Whatever. Yeah, I forget his name. The main character who's uh, got a problem with Jason, he's in the, the sheriff's office, and he's like, you got to believe me, it's Jason. It's Jason. <laughs> it's Jason. Yeah, uh, there might be a little delay between uh, Jason and I talking today because we got to share a mic, a little technical difficulty. That's my bad. <laughs> That's not, I apologize. All right, well, what are your views on <laughs> Bodies by Jason or some sort of Jason Voorhees line? Jason Voorhees sounds cool. I'd, yeah, I'd be up for looking for something from there. You want the Jason or you want the ch 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 I don't know. I'll have to see what my options are. Now, Jason Voorhees himself never says anything, so yeah. it would have to be somebody talking about him. Yeah. I'll find something. I'm sure there's a good reference to Jason somewhere. All righty. Well, this is our big Christmas episode. We're doing Gremlins movie leftover from 1984. <laughs> Let's not discount our Black Christmas episode, though. It was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you already had a Christmas episode. It was pretty yeah, good. but this is our big one, because everyone's here. Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> uh, Gremlins from 84, directed by Joe Dante, written by Christopher Columbus, 
starring Zach Galligan. Fuck that guy, Christopher Columbus. <laughs> uh, Zach Galligan, Phoebe Cates, uh, Hoyt Axton. Hoyt. Let's see. Oh, God, I hate it when IMDb splits up the fucking cast list. So, like, order of appearance, damn near. Uh, Corey Feldman, Judge Reinhold. Howie Mandel was in there as a voice, right? Yep, voice uh, Gizmo. The fuck was that noise? It ran into the screen. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I can't have nice things. Jonathan Banks, gonna call him out. Breaking Bad and Beverly Hills Cop. Who did he play? He was the uh, a deputy. Oh, was he? Mm-hmm. I didn't even recognize him. Yeah, he's got hair. This is the same year as, uh, right around the same year as uh, Beverly Hills Cop, so. Yeah, he was in a lot of shit back then, mm-hmm. surprisingly. You would have never known if you if you weren't looking. Michael Winslow, Mogwai, Gremlins voice. Yeah, I think he did the uh, the Gremlins voices. <laughs> so would Howie Mandel just do... I think he did Gizmo. It was in a bunch so of the uh, trivia that yeah, he did. Gizmo. It. It's probably just hidden in this fucking shitty cast list. It's right here. Gizmo. Howie Mandel. Robbie the Robot was in there uncredited. You gotta go a ways. <laughs> <laughs> it's just after Jonathan Banks. Yeah. Okay. Now we gotta figure it out. He did Gizmo. Did he? <laughs> 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 All right. Well, uh, it starts out with the father looking for a present for his son. <laughs> And he goes into a Chinese gift shop, or rather he's brought in. And he's trying to sell shit the whole time because he's an inventor. So Jason here has some info about... About the bathroom buddy? (laughs) (laughs) The bathroom buddy. It's a revolutionized Look pretty convenient. Don't need luggage anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Luggage? He's like, cut down a luggage, travel across the country. Got it all right here. Yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of good stuff about uh, Chinatown scene. So when he's brought to the store, there's a sign pointing down the stairs to get to the shop, right? Kind of looks like a dick. (laughs) I I didn't notice that part. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe you had to be (laughs) looking for it. I don't know. You'll see. Uh, But there's a single Chinese character on there, which apparently, I'm not going to pretend I know anything about Chinese pronunciation or anything. I looked up the characters, and that character is Mo, M-O, that translates to magic or monster. All those Chinese characters have a bunch of different translations. Like, Hmm. Google Translate has a whole list of different meanings, but magic was the most common one, it seemed like. So that character is also the first character in Mogwai, which is a transliteration of the Cantonese word meaning monster, evil spirit, devil, demon, that kind of thing. Um, so the second character in Magwai, Gwai, means strange or souls of the dead, monster, things like that. Gizmo's so cute, though. Is that it is. Love? Yeah. <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> I don't know. They should have a Cantonese word for the gremlin part and then right. a different word for the Magwai that... They should have like the name shouldn't have just been Mogwai. Whatever Catanese is for cute, put that, and then Mogwai. (laughs) But then again, so you got Gizmo. I found some some website somewhere was saying that like 
So there's a book written about Gremlins after the movie was made that talks about more of the background. And they Is said that... Canon? I would think it's so. It's a novelization of the movie. It. No, it wasn't a novelization. <laughs> 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 but, uh, I don't know, some, there was some reference to the fact that most Mogwai are already, like, mischievous, like the Gremlins are. <laughs> like, Gizmo was like a one out of a thousand thing where he's all cute and friendly and stuff. Hmm. So... He was domesticated. They had him in that box forever. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that Chinese guy trained him. The the guy with yeah. the Fu Manchu. No. Yeah. What a stereotype that China Chinese guy was. Yeah, there was a lot of weird race stuff in this movie that I don't remember from when I was a kid <laughs> and I watched it. Classic Spielberg. <laughs> yeah. He didn't have a very thick accent, though, for how Chinese he looked. Yeah. Like, he looked like he was fresh off the boat. <laughs> but... But he, 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 he sounded pretty American. Yeah. Well, I looked up the actor. He was born in China, but I think he spent most of his life in the U.S., so he had plenty of time to... Probably. That accent. Huh. Probably. I think he was like 80 when he acted in that. But I read that they also had to do makeup to make him look even older because he still looked pretty youthful at age 80. You know those Asians. Yeah. <laughs> They're lucky. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> That's a positive series. Right. <laughs> People will look young for a long time. Yeah, well, what's the uh, turn of phrase? I mean, there's there's obviously an old, you know, stereotype, black don't crack, but there's, some, there's an, a similar one for Asians. I forget what it is. Asian persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with aging or looking like you age. Does it rhyme? I've never, <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. Raging, Cajun. <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> what was that guy's name? The Raging Cajun. Raging Kings. Carville. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was Asian though. Good one. He was Cajun. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, well Asian. Then, I don't know. Lived in Louisiana. One more piece. Maybe you should Google it. <laughs> so he goes down the stairs to the shop. There's also a sign on the door with two characters. Uh, and that says Shenguai, which is another word that means demon spirits and stuff. Basically, all those characters God. in that scene mean demon or even demon. short round. Some, something like he that. wasn't. <laughs> he, he wasn't demon like. <laughs> well, he's going making back alley deals <laughs> behind his grandfather's back. I wonder yeah. if the shop is shoved underneath the stairwell in Chinatown. <laughs> Was he? He said everything's for sale, but he wasn't selling anything. He's just there to smoke his pipe and, uh, you know, play chess or whatever the Scare fuck he was doing. Chinese checkers. Eye. What was he doing? Was he playing Chinese checkers? No. Mahjong tails. Oh, that's what it is. You know, it occurred to me. That sounds He's in Chinatown. Right. I think. I, I assume <laughs> I'm a totally of... guessing. I played it once on a computer. <laughs> a lot of this guy's customers have to be, like, Chinese, right? I mean, they need to be able to read the sign to get into the place. But if the sign on the door says demon... Then you weren't going to walk in there. Right. Well, the whole point was to sell it to the white people and then ruin their town and then take over, right? Wasn't that the point? What? (laughs) (laughs) That was the the hidden subtext. That's why you had to get the grandson to go drag the white boy down there and, uh, (laughs) you know, sell him the demon. 
And uh, well, that's what the neighbor would tell you. <laughs> you. You watched to the end of the movie, right? <laughs> yeah, I did. Where he scolds them for uh, for their learning. Western culture, yeah, being uh, inferior to the Chinese culture, apparently, because they can't have nice things. I think I also read in that book I was talking about. They say that that kid got his ass beat for. <laughs> for, uh, for letting the mogwai go for 200 bucks damn right yeah. deleted scene <laughs> i actually did look up some deleted scenes on youtube some interesting stuff uh, but i have one more fun fact about the chinatown scene so on the street uh there is a car with the hood up and like smoke coming out that's actually an amc gremlin huh yeah which has a logo on the hood that looks a lot like the gremlins in the movie. Oh, shit. Huh. Yeah. Okay, that's all I got. <laughs> Back to you, Mulder. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> oh, all right, man. so let's get into the rules. Well, I, I just like to, uh, I would just like to point out that uh, uh, Miss Rand Peltzer... Uh, Says he's looking for a gift, and when he uh, when he sees the mogwai, he says, "I gotta have it, and it's exactly what I've been looking for. I've never seen anything like it before." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you didn't even know it existed <laughs> before, like five seconds ago. How is it exactly what you're looking for? Uh-huh. I had a problem with that line. <laughs> <laughs> problem number one: <laughs> <laughs> little holes in this story. I think this Rand Peltzer is a bit of a liar. It's a real shit bag. <laughs> So obviously the uh, it was the boy's grandpa, correct? Yeah. So he doesn't want to sell it. He's like, Grandpa doesn't know what's going on. I'll sell it to you. We need the money. We need the money. Maybe out back in five <laughs> minutes. Bring cash. And uh, we don't have um, much for clips today, but we'll just give you the uh, three rules. Look, Mister, there's three rules you've got to follow. Yeah, what kind of rules? Keep him out of the light. He hates bright light, especially sunlight. It'll kill him. And keep him away from water. Don't get him wet. But the most important rule, the rule you can never forget, no matter how much he cries, no matter how much he begs, never, never feed him after midnight. You got it? Sure, kid, whatever you say. Hey, listen, thanks, and have a Merry Christmas. So we got to keep out of the light, keep away from water, and don't feed after midnight. However... So when can you start feeding? At like six? Yeah, I always wondered that. Is it sun up? Is it like well, what time what? zone? Because everything's <laughs> after midnight. <laughs> right. I was thinking yeah, time what, zone. What time zone? Like, well, Which Chinatown did he yeah. buy that in? Because he was out on on a business trip. Right. <laughs> yeah. Then he, then he brought him home. You'd be way off every single day. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking gremlins popping up all over the place. Is it? Is it? Uh, Midnight in China, because that's where they're from, or? I don't know. We'll never know. Because then you can't feed them <laughs> afternoon. Did they answer this in Gremlins 2? No. I don't know. It's been a long time so. since I've seen that. Problem I think number they, two. I think yeah. Gremlins 2 uh, brought up more <laughs> questions, actually. Do you have any idea, Jason? I do not. <laughs> Jason's right. our resident Gremlins expert. <laughs> This is like one of his faves. So well, you gotta, yeah, you, you talked it up so much in the last time we were <laughs> all together. So um, I also want to point out right after this, it kind of cuts to 
you know, it's, it's the morning and everyone's going to work. You know, Zach Galligan is trying to get his job at the bank and it's like going through the town and there's that shot of the little boy who runs up behind the girl and just point blank, just blast her in the head with that yeah, snowball. That was cool. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he really gives it to her. It's very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, they were outside school grounds, so wow. anything goes outside school grounds. Well, that's like uh, in Black Christmas, uh, the girl's dad took one right in the face, and nobody cared. <laughs> <laughs> and then he brings his dog to work at the bank. Yeah, that's another problem. <laughs> I thought you had something to say. No. <laughs> Jones has got, he's like, got hot text coming in. Blown up. Oh, dude. What kind of fucking oh, bank lets you bring sucks. a dog with you? <laughs> Just lets him keep the dog there. No bank. That's why no. he got scolded for it. Well, that lady didn't even own the bank, Mrs. Deagle. She, nah, but I don't know. She was just rich. I'm pretty sure she did own the bank. I can't hear you. She had something to do with the <laughs> bank. I think she owned it. There's a deleted scene where uh, Billy and Kate go into a back room, and there are like plans where she's planning on foreclosing on a bunch of houses to sell land to a chemical company. Yeah, because right before she goes in the bank, that one lady walks up and is like, oh, I'm two months behind in my payments or something. If she owned the bank, why didn't she kick the fucking dog out <laughs> or fire him then? Yeah, well, maybe she's just a landlord? I think I think she was like a like property, property investor or something. Oh, well, there was that sign that said Deagle Real Estate. Yeah. So... I don't know, I guess I assumed she was rich enough to have, like, a real estate company and run the bank or something. Because that one dude was the bank president or whatever, the older guy. So, synopsis on IMDb says, Miss Deagle, a bitter, mean-spirited old woman who owns much property in town. Yeah. So, yeah. so she's probably a landlord yeah. of sorts. And uh, everybody's afraid of her because they're late on rent for some reason. Fucking Potter. Oh, my God. <laughs> then she wants to to put his dog in the fucking uh, spin cycle in her washing machine. Oh, that I I cannot believe they have that neighbor standing there listening to this whole thing, and she's just making the most ridiculous threats about how she's gonna murder Billy's dog. And the dude just stands there like, "Yep, that would do yep. the trick. That, yeah, that would work." He goes, "Good thinking." <laughs> Everybody's afraid of her. She just cuts the line. There's like. Ten people in line at every teller, and she just cuts to the front of Billy's line and fucking harasses them. But this is also the scene where we get two 80s characters. So Judge Reinhold pops up. What is he? Junior He's vice the junior president. vice president. What the fuck that means. And then and Edward Jason's Andrews. Jason's favorite, Phoebe Cates. Why don't you, you know, spin a yarn about Phoebe Cates? Oh, you want some fun facts about Phoebe Cates? <laughs> How long do we have? <laughs> Phoebe Cates is awesome. This is the first movie I saw her in, and I don't know. It's just one of those uh, long-time crushes, you know? She got sexually harassed by Judge Reinhold's character. Hashtag me too. Yeah, <laughs> that's a pretty douchey character. Hey, the guy's got cable, okay? <laughs> Come over to my place. We're talking cable, right? You know, there's a deleted scene He's going to be a millionaire by 30. That's what he says. Did you see the deleted scene where he's like locked himself in the vault to protect himself from the gremlins and he's 
basically gone insane and he's just like raving about how he's the president now because the actual president is dead. No, I didn't watch any. <laughs> I didn't watch any deleted scenes. All right. Well, that happened huh. in a deleted scene. So yeah, Judge Reinhold's a little douchey. You got you got old Howard Edward Andrews. He's the I don't know. He's the bank president. You know where he's from? Classic eighties movie. Sixteen Candles. Ooh. He's Grandpa Howard. Oh. Where is my automobile? <laughs> <laughs> See, Judge Reinhold, he would have fired him. On the spot? Oh, yeah. yeah. Can't be bringing fucking dogs in here. Right? Why can't he leave the dog at home? I don't know. Because his... fucking dogs rule, dude. I don't know. <laughs> his, his mom doesn't work, apparently, so... Is this a service dog before there were service dogs? Yeah. Just like they had service dogs before the eighties. <laughs> For emotional distress? <laughs> I don't know. But the dog the got fuck, he's not blind. He doesn't need one. <laughs> the dog got loose and it destroyed that uh, ceramic snowman head, so <laughs> I don't think it was a service dog. Uh, a guy came in the theater the other night, uh the service dog went to go sit on the couch in the balcony. So he just had like a French bulldog <laughs> up in the balcony sitting on the couch. I think it was like an you know emotional. You're not allowed to support. Ask. Do- I think it's emotional support dog. You Which, can't ask. Did it have a vest on? Yeah. Those are always it's a service dog. Those are always cool. Yeah. It doesn't bother me as long as you know the fucking dog doesn't bark. But those service dogs are usually trained pretty well. Yeah. They usually have the warnings. You know, don't uh, don't pet me and or ask before you can pet me. You know, don't feed me anything. Shit like that. Um, but yeah, I mean this kind of shit wasn't happening in the 80s. If you had a service dog, it's because you were blind or you're a fucking cop. Sure. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) I think it's illegal to ask why they have a service dog. If you're, you know, like, trying to refuse. They're going to lock you up? Trying to refuse service. I don't think it's illegal. Well, like, like if you're trying to keep the dog out of your business, like, you're not allowed to to prohibit somebody from coming on with a service dog. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't question the guy or anything. I was just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you might as well get a couch. Corner, Probably screaming. better for the dog. What the fuck do you need that for? Get the <laughs> hell, get that fucker out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so he gets home, and Dad's got a present for him. Can't wait till Christmas. He got to open it now. He's got to open it now. And we're introduced to Gizmo, the Mogwai. Mogwai. I like how uh, Dad goes. They call him Mogwai, or Mogwai, however you say it. But I just call him Gizmo, you know. Yeah. Billy, Billy says, what, does he have a name? And like, they call him Mogwai, but uh, I just call him Gizmo. He doesn't have a name. Yeah. At the end, <laughs> when the Chinese guy comes back, doesn't he call him Gizmo, though? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he calls him Gizmo, but the dad says that he named him Gizmo, or I call him Gizmo. Just look at the tape. It's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have a name, but I call him Gizmo. Well, he does. He's got a he's got a name then, Dad. His name's Gizmo. <laughs> you named him. That's a good point. And I mean, he gets the name pretty fast, Gizmo. But then, like three hours in, Billy's already dropping nicknames. He's like, "Good night, Giz." <laughs> so he already called him Giz like three hours into it. He's dropping formalities like yeah. it's nothing. They're getting friendly. <laughs> See you later, Giz. 
Uh, so Corey Feldman comes over dressed, after, as, uh, <laughs> dressed as a tree. <laughs> yeah. His, dad, his dad made him dressed as a tree. After he's done pulling his shift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the tree lot, the family tree lot. So this is like the next day. I'm assuming because there's a little, not a montage, but there's a little couple scenes of, you know, Gizmo and Billy hanging out, watching TV. Gizmo's watching TV, yeah. watching that. I know, did you guys see what movie that was that he's watching? Well, you watched a few different ones. Yeah. There's the racing the, one. The racing then... one, I, I didn't see what that one was. Okay. Yeah. I, I think they, the It's a Wonderful Life on at one point. That was yep. what the mom was watching in the kitchen. And uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers was on. Okay. There might have been one other one. Yeah. Besides those three. So... They keep uh, on breaking the rules because yeah, he was teaching them to sing and shit too. It was, it was a whole ordeal. <laughs> <laughs> Making them play the keyboard. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, they keep on accidentally like shining bright lights on them. But apparently, you know, that just hurts their eyes, whereas actual sunlight will kill them. Well, he like knocked him on the floor or something, and then he had to bandage his head up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like you have this thing for like three hours and you've already injured it. Yep. Like you're so responsible. Corey Feldman comes over and I'm like, yeah, can I hold him? Well, I think so. I think he likes you. And then just immediately knocks over all this water on him. And so we find all that uh, water makes them, makes them multiply. We get five new ones. They seemed awfully calm when that was happening too. Like, Oh, by the way, I spilled a, a bunch of water on them, and now there's five more. <laughs> now this is happening. And there's one that has a kind of pronounced mohawk. It's known as Stripe. Now, let's get into the Mandela effect. Let's do it. Let's do, do we a, have to? Yeah. Or we we got to talk about this. Okay. Growing up, I always thought it was Spike. I thought that was the evil gremlin's name, Spike. Jason, was it Spike or Stripe for you growing up? It's been so long since I saw the movie. I don't remember what I called him as a kid. But uh, fun fact about Stripe. Apparently, it's also been a really long time since I saw Gremlins 2. But apparently he is reincarnated as Mohawk. I guess they call him Mohawk in the second one. Okay. Huh. I don't know. Yeah, once in a while. Brett, do you remember Stripe or Spike? I don't remember. When you were a kid. Jones? It's been a long time. So it's, Spike. Yeah. Spike? I remember him as Spike. Mm-hmm. It also is just way more badass than Stripe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Jason... Uh, you forwarded me some stuff at work about this, and apparently it's it's like a Berenstein Bears scenario where a lot of people have been arguing about this. Um, Bar- you know about the Berenstein Bears, that's don't what you? they call Berenstein Bears scenario? Have you not been yeah. on one of these when you brought up the Mandela effect? No, I don't even know what you meant by Mandela effect. It's, uh, okay. If you ever misremember something, just blame it on that, and you're from a different reality. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently the Berenstein Bears is evidence of a parallel universe. Wait. Ask him to spell Berenstein Bears. Okay, yeah. 
Well, Bar- first of all, did you read those books growing up as a kid? Uh, I didn't Bears? really read them, but I knew of them. You There's don't a have cartoon to. Also, because well. they had Berenstein Village at Valley Fair, didn't they? Yeah, they had somewhere. Berenstein that or at Mall of America or, some or something. Yeah. It was Valley Fair, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. You don't have to spell the whole thing. Oh, yeah, they, 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 they do. They still have the it there. Just last three letters. Berenstein? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. B-E-R-E-S-T-I or S-T-E-I-N. Yep, it is A I N. A I N? Baron Stein. It's spelled Steen. Or, I mean, it's pronounced Steen, but it's spelled with, like, spelled Stain. Stainer. Stupid. Stain? It's How about the, bear? How about the baron part? Is that B E A R? Yeah. Oh, so like bear? B E R E N. Oh, so I had that part right. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Why didn't they do a play on words with that? <laughs> They're yeah, fucking I know. bears. <laughs> and it's um Stain. That's the author's last name is Berenstein. Selfish. And that's how it's spelled. But you go online, everyone remembers it growing up spelled S T E I N. And that's how when you think of Steen or Stein, that's always how it's spelled. If it's A, it's it's fucking stain. But Berenstain. So people have been trying to figure this out online, and it's basically like because everyone pretty much collectively remembers it as you know e-i-n not the a-i-n so there's a lot of i mean i can't really describe it you know well enough but you go online you'll find out all about the mandela effect it's called the mandela effect because there's a lot of people that think nelson mandela died in prison in like the what the 80s in the the late 80s and that they had a uh televised funeral for him yeah like people like oh i remember that remember when nelson mandela died it's like well no he went like when they didn't know that he president. was president. Like you didn't know he was president in uh, South Africa in the nineties, or that he was alive until like twenty thirteen. <laughs> yeah. So people like re- misremember things, but if kind of a, if there's enough people that collectively misremember something, it could be evidence of a parallel universe. Something was changed in the past, almost like a butterfly effect where little changes are made. So when you think about something from your childhood, and you're like, oh, this happened, and then you look it up, and you're like, oh. Like, you look at pictures of Berenstein Bear books, and it's like, it's AIN, all of them. Although, I think there's some people online that'll post stuff like, oh, I found a Berenstein Bear book where it's spelled EIN, but it's probably like a fake picture or yeah. photoshopped or something or other. Mm-hmm. But it could just be that it was changed. I saw one guy, one guy posted a video of he had a book, and outside his bedroom it said EIN, and inside it said AIN, and he kept going back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, oh, my God, there's a parallel universe is in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know there was a guy on the forum for Stripe Spike debate. Uh, he had a he had a Stripe little you know action figure. But uh, he was like, yeah, I remember it being Spike. I had his you know little action figure toy and it was like I had spikes on the back and had the, you know, the hair. And. Spike just seems right to me, but you know, yeah. you watch the movie, they they don't ever once say Spike. It's always Stripe. All right. But yeah, I remember it being Spike growing up. Well, this is why up, they say what eyewitnesses are some of the worst people in trial. Yeah, because they might have they, they might have shifted realities between them. <laughs> <laughs> right. <'cause they're laughs> reality <laughs> travelers, I guess. I think they're poor witnesses because usually the trauma affects the memory and Oh, sure. Yeah. You're in shock and all that. Yeah. 
I think so they remember things. This is shocking to me. Are. So, uh, what's shocking to me is the Berenstein effect thing you just explained. <laughs> that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> the guy wrote the book, so you just go. Hold on. I guess I was wrong. Like, <laughs> not but like no. Not everyone can be I wrong. I don't believe that. <laughs> you go on the internet. There's not one fucking person that's like, oh yeah, that was spelled A-I-N. Everyone's like, no, it's E-I-N. It was. I don't care what I see. Because when you're five years old and learning to read, you remember right. what you have the greatest memory in the spelled. world. Parallel <laughs> universe, dude. Just look up the evidence. When you read it, it makes more sense. But it, it's still, you know, out there. But. Yeah. It's fun stuff to think about. I think around that time, there were, there were a lot of other similar characters in other movies and TV shows named Spike. So, Right. Uh, it's probably, like I said, Spike just sounds more hardcore and evil than Stripe. Yeah. So, I don't know. All right. Well. I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> it's always been Stripe, bro. It's always been Stripe. <laughs> Let us know. Uh, vote. Hashtag Stripe. Hashtag Spike. WTF. <laughs> hashtag me too. <laughs> hashtag movie maniac Walter. No, don't ever do that start one. that over again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got five new Mogwai. Mogwai. And, uh, and nobody, around nobody this, cares. Yeah. Around this, inter- <laughs> around this time, we're introduced to the neighbor who is not fond of foreigners or their products. Murray Futterman. Goddamn wow. Hey, Mr. Futterman, guess what? It's time to go home now. Hey, how about one more beer? No, it's getting late. And one more beer, I'll help you clean up this mess. No, thanks, though. It'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be okay. It will not be okay, Algie. How'd you like to bring your plum for a tune-up and find a loader with foreign parts? Huh? Mm. I mean everything. Gaskets, pistols, yeah. spark plugs, all of them. Foreign. Hey, Billy. Hey, fine. Going home. Oh, oh yeah. Gremlins. You got you to watch out for the foreigners because they plant gremlins in their machinery. That's the same gremlins brought down our planes in the big one. Big one. That's right. World War II. Good old WWII. You know, they're still shipping them over here. They put them in the cars, they put them in the TV, they put them in the stereos and the radios. You stick in your ears, they put them in your watches. They got little teeny gremlins for our watches. Um, I don't think it's such a good idea that you drive home. Why don't you walk home? You know, Katie, I think maybe I'll walk home. Good. That's a nice night. Good night, kids. See that? Never broken. 15 down. years. American made. Yeah, never had a problem with it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there was a lot of weird race stuff in this movie. So you got the racist neighbor. Like every single scene that he's in, he's complaining about. It's not racist. He's patriotic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's one way to look at it. <laughs> well, he's constantly complaining about foreign, I guess, foreign machines, right? He never yeah. explicitly says he doesn't like foreign people. Plus, he was probably a veteran. He, well, he probably... Said the, he said the foreigners were going to bring in the gremlins. Oh, yeah. He yeah. said, yeah. Didn't he say they, like, stick gremlins in there? To yeah, that's, they did that in uh, WWII. 
he yeah. said. That was their strategy. Put gremlins in the machinery. It's <laughs> kind of ironic because Billy's dad is an American inventor, right? And everything he makes is total shit. Yeah. Is that ironic, though? I don't. It, of course it is. <laughs> He's just a shitty inventor. <laughs> and then there's the, the commentary about, I don't know, American society at the end. I don't know. So you, what you're saying is this movie was anti-American? I'm saying there's more race stuff than I remember from when I was a kid. That's all I'm saying. This is just Hollywood liberal pinko commie garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I still like the movie. <laughs> but, I mean, and the, you know, Chinatown's kind of stereotypical Chinese man with the beard and all. I don't know. Have yeah. you been to Chinatown, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I've been to at least two Chinatowns. <laughs> How many Mogwai shops have you been into? All right, you got me. You want to talk about the dog hanging outside and the Christmas lights? Getting into all kinds of mischief. And then everybody, well, it's just hanging up there, like, waiting to die. Oh, from the, uh, the Mogwai? Well, they don't know it's the Mogwai. They think it's Mrs. Deagle. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Well, she's, you know, trying to murder that dog the whole movie. <laughs> she is. And, uh, yeah. They're just like, oh, well, he, two more minutes, you would have been dead. Oh, that Mrs. Deagle. Yep. And that night, uh, old Maguire pissing and moaning, wanting you know, get fed again. Billy's like, I already fed you guys. And he looks at the clock. Oh, only like 11.35. Not midnight yet. Mm-hmm. Little does he know, the Mogwai chewed the electrical cables and turned the power off on the clock. Well, even before that, he brought uh, one over to his old science teacher, and he's like, watch this. And he put some water on Gizmo, and he's like, oh, there's another one. You want to keep it? <laughs> yeah, they're just multiplying these things. <laughs> like, what are you? They're just reckless. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? Yeah. These guys so, are reckless out there. Like They just don't give a fuck. They're like, we're going to make another one. Look at this. You know, what I thought was interesting is these gremlins that popped out of Gizmo's back are, like, hours old, right? But somehow they know that by chewing through this wire, it's going to stop the clock, and then... Yeah, I was going to say, the gremlins and Mogwai are incredibly smart. Yeah. Yes. Like, they have... They catch on quick. This thing's been stuck in a cage in a death death shop in the basement of Chinatown, (laughs) and suddenly it just knows everything. Yeah, I was trying to figure out how that works, like... So you got like a chain of gremlins, right? They're all from the same chain. They keep popping out of backs. So do they just like inherit the knowledge of all the gremlin or all the mogwai before them? You know, how does that work? Possible. Because they know. all know. Well, I mean, they even get like American culture because as the movie right. goes on, they're just pounding beers, <laughs> right? harassing women. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, the bar scene shows <laughs> yeah. you know, tons they're, of stuff. They're American flashing. Culture. It's like, what? what the fuck just happened? This is one day. Yeah. And well, they also know Chinese culture. Cause, good thing uh, they killed these right. things in the Stripe end. Stripe shoots the dude for cheating at poker. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they're also like car mechanics and electricians. Because you it. got Stripe going in and messing with the lights, the street lights. Well, these foreigners are going to take over our jobs because they're just smarter. <laughs> That's what we're getting at. <laughs> yeah. More See? race stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where do we leave off? There's just uh, the science teacher had one, and then everybody starts feeding them. Yeah, after midnight. 
Except for Gizmo. Gizmo doesn't eat. Yeah. He's like, eh, I'm good. Don't <laughs> eat chicken. Why is he the only one that doesn't want to eat? Yeah, hey, fun fact. <laughs> Did you know originally Gizmo was supposed to turn into Stripe? But I, yeah, I read that. Yeah, Spielberg read decided that, that uh, Gizmo was too cute and people would want to see more of him. So they decided to keep him to the end of the movie. That's but, pretty smart because he's pretty damn baller in that little convertible at the end. <laughs> that is pretty cool. <laughs> Just tearing it up. I also read that Spielberg didn't want the gremlins in the movie. He thought that they should take them out and just call it people. No, you didn't. <laughs> I, I read that on IMDb. <laughs> so it must be true. <laughs> Nobody else read that? No. You all I, didn't I, do I any, any fun fact research? <laughs> so take out these gremlins and call it people. I was letting Jason take over like everything. Cause he was like, oh, gremlins. Might be like top five list material for him. Bread and butter. Classic. How about the How about the dad? He basically makes modern day Keurig. It just doesn't work out right away. Mo- modern day what? Keurig. Keurig. The thing that's whipping yeah. up the mom's coffee. It turns to sludge. Cake up. Yeah, I think it's like a Keurig essentially. Yeah. Yep. He's got that juicer. The, uh, the egg cracker is the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> you know the great thing about that juicer is she sticks in one orange. And that thing spits out way more juice than you could possibly <laughs> get from a single orange. So if they could just really concentrate down, yeah. it's actually probably pretty fucking sweet. <laughs> also, that fan gun, when he's just going through the the inventions on the table at one point. Well, you had the auto hammer, too. The auto hammer, <laughs> and then he like sets it down, and then he grabs the... It's just... It's like a drill. And then he turns it on and it's fans and it's fucking huge. <laughs> it's like, Wurn! he's like, I thought nah. that was the, uh, yeah, like the fly swatter gun that yeah. is spinning oh, maybe fly swatters. Okay. Yeah. And I that's... was like, how are you going to kill a fucking, how aren't you going to sp- kill? A fly <laughs> <thing>? <laughs> spinning a circle. So you have to move it in a way that it's just the width of the fly swatter. So that's, I don't You'll know. get it. You'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make the space any bigger. You just have to, hold that over the area that you think a fly is going to come into, I guess. I was still confused on what that card invention that he was making in the basement was all about. Oh, I thought that was just a shuffler. Yeah. Card shuffler. Yeah, I don't know. Just or a dealer. Well, I love how he covers it up when the kid comes down like, oh, don't look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Patent pending. Patent pending. <laughs> uh, my grandparents used to have like a card shuffler like that, sort of like a turn crank on it, and then would shoot out the cards just like that. So, I mean, th- ah. there wasn't a turn crank on his, but mm-hmm. I think it was like an electric automatic card, yeah, automatic card shuffler, huh. which I'm pretty sure they just have now. Yeah, they definitely yeah. have it. Probably got it from Gremlins. They're like, well, that guy's probably. fucking. You know, people say Kubrick in 2001, you know, foresaw tons of real world inventions. I think Joe Dante in Gremlins. I got a bathroom buddy <laughs> in my room. <laughs> bathroom. Do you get toothpaste Buddy. on your shirt every day? <laughs> they work out that kink. It wipes right off. <laughs> it cleans <laughs> right off. The Real grossest easy. looking toothpaste. It's like, God, that is watery toothpaste. So that, that dude was walking around with toothpaste <laughs> on his suit for who knows how long. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it didn't show up as much on the suit, but it was all over his shirt, too. It's like, oh, you were a mess, dude. Then he decided to add a razor to it because yeah. that, that would have needed. And the yeah. shaving cream. Don't push that button. I haven't figured that out yet. Get to that tomorrow. I think it's convenient that the dad's at a out-of-town co- uh, inventors convention for the rest of the movie, too. And he misses all the good shit. 
That he does. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting choice. I mean, the character, like, wh why does that character even exist, really? Is it, like, his inventions provide some comic relief, right? Is that kind of the only reason he's To give there? the world's worst uh, Christmas present. Yeah. And he gets to show that American fathers run out on their families. <laughs> <laughs> Although that marriage probably survived because he was on the road so much. Maybe. But really, like, why Why is he an inventor? That doesn't tie into the plot That's what Americans all, do, right? dude. They invent he's, stuff to make things easier. And he's trying to sell his inventions to, you know, underground Chinese uh, demon shops. Yeah. So maybe his only purpose is to add more to that race stuff. Plus, how are they going to get all them Robbie the Robot scenes in there? Yeah, that's <laughs> a good point. All right. I withdraw my complaint. <laughs> So then the uh, pods kind of start hatching and the gremlins start coming out. But that the uh, the school, was that a, I couldn't tell, was that a university or the high school? High school. It was either a high school think, or a right? middle school. Kids okay. were pretty young. Okay. Because Corey Feldman was in one of the classes. Okay. When they're so showing the uh, the animal heart film strip. Because I couldn't remember if Zach Galligan called that guy like professor or something like that. I was like, professor? Mr. Like Hanson. Mr. Hanson. Couldn't you guys remember. Have seen Mr. Hanson before, right? Tell us about uh, Mr. Hanson. He Hansen. looks familiar. Yeah, I couldn't remember where I saw him, so I looked it up. That's Glenn Turman. He was in The Wire. Ah, he was the mayor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ah. okay. Yep. Eric hasn't seen The Wire. <clears throat> nope. Oh, Can you believe it? Can't believe it's it. on my honey-do list, all right? Honey-do. I give myself honey-do list. Sad. <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> so yeah, the teacher is the first to get it. He, uh, one of the gremlins, gets out of the cage, and he's underneath the desk, and he's trying to feed him. Like, oh, here you go, little guy. You're probably pretty hungry. He's trying to give him a Snickers. And then he just kind of grabs him, and then it just kind of cuts away. And when Zach Galligan busts in, there's a syringe sticking in the guy's ass. So I don't know if they actually put something into him or if you just put an air bubble into him and give him a heart attack or what, but well, I don't think there's a vein back there to, to put an air bubble into him. You can still get it in there. I don't I think guess. you have to go to a vein. I guess. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Yeah. Either way, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> shockingly, shockingly, the black character is the first to die. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I was surprised. I thought he'd survive to the end. Well, but then the racists get their comeuppance. Well, I guess the racist and his wife. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't die. They don't show him later in the movie after that scene. I, I read that they uh, they were going to kill him, and then they're like, oh, we should probably not kill him. Because the cops said they, they're responding to an incident <laughs> or an accident at that house. Because apparently at the end, the, the people uh, or the news broadcaster said they were going to get comments from him at the hospital. Okay. So. You missed that part. Okay, so they didn't kill him. So I guess only one person dies in here. I don't know. That's what I read. Hmm. I don't remember any other seeing it specifically, but I, that's what I read. Think of any deaths, Jason, besides the teacher? People died. Uh, you would think. <laughs> I don't I think suppose, it was. Well, I don't think it was a confirmed kill, but you would think. Well, you would think the fucking neighbor would die after a plow is <laughs> driven through him and his wife. <laughs> I was well, say. he's at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> so is he? So he didn't That's die. Dumb. 
So maybe the gremlin's goal wasn't to kill everybody. Just did the over. did the sheriff and his deputy die? They get their uh, brakes cut. Uh, no, well they they flip the car upside down. And Why do the police never they don't believe anybody in these open. movies? Even when he's got like, here's one. Look at this, and then they're like, oh, they still don't believe you. Hey, we're not into it. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Yeah, so I guess one and a half kills. Because Deagle could still make it. Possibly. I mean, she shouldn't have. <laughs> she launched out of a second story window. Yeah. <laughs> At a pretty high rate of speed. That's pretty sweet, though. And she must have, like, it, it couldn't have been the second story. There must have been, like, the fourth or fifth story because she's going up those stairs. The camera's showing it, like, loop de loop de loop like she has fucking five stories in her house. I don't know. Well, you could see it from the outside, what? Yeah, there's only like a from. second. I'm just saying the camera angles made it seem like it was a really tall staircase. But regardless, yeah, she uh, get launched out of there. Um, the Grillmans are creating mischief all over town. Well, they got getting giz- in everything. They got Gizmo on the dartboard. Yep. Oh, I have a fun fact. You want to talk about that? Yeah, apparently the dartboard scene was included because the crew hated the Gizmo puppets because they were so small that they would break down all the time. So they had a list of horrible things to do to Gizmo, and uh, the dartboard thing was one of them. So Jesus. They let him stick that in. <laughs> and then uh, they go after Mom. Those those first five gremlins go She's after just kind of wasting space in that town anyways, so <laughs> <laughs> fucking staring off. She does work on those She's gremlins. pill-popping, pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, she's a fucking badass. I mean, she takes down <laughs> she does do work single-handedly. In yeah. Well, she gets hip to it pretty quick. Because she goes upstairs and he's like, the ha- the eggs have hatched. And then she <laughs> yeah. just heads downstairs and sees like the one in the blender or whatever it is. Yeah. And she's just like, I'll fucking kill this thing. <laughs> she doesn't hesitate one bit. She's like, no. yep. <laughs> <laughs> then she just stabs the shit out of the second one. <clears throat> you know, the third one's in Some the Some repressed uh, anger, I think, coming out of the mom. <laughs> yeah, third yeah. one's in the microwave. And so that one gets blown up. Also pretty gruesome yeah which kind of yeah this movie kind of led to along with others like uh temple of doom led to pg-13 ratings because it was too hardcore for the pg crowd even though in the fucking 70s and earlier that you know they were showing tits in pg movies dropping like that wasn't enough yeah that was enough for like ooh, there's some you know fantastical i guess violence action whatever in these 80s movies we need to get pg-13 well yeah that violence, though. <laughs> Did you guys read that the original script was a lot darker? Apparently. Yeah. Sure. Uh, the original script included scenes where, so the dog gets eaten by the gremlins, and then the mom gets decapitated, and they the gremlins throw her head down the stairs. That would have been, <laughs> that been fun. Cool. Yeah. I'd like Might that. Been, I wonder if it still would have been PG. Right. Probably not. I think decapitation is well, the line. Well, if you got rid of the dog, you probably could have kept PG. I think you you can't decapitate humans in a PG movie. Mm. Maybe off screen. Probably do it off screen. Well, I think if the decapitation was done off screen and then the head was thrown on screen, you're safe. Yeah, probably. But you can't eat a dog <laughs> on or off screen. <laughs> <laughs> That's, they wouldn't, they wouldn't that's that, true. <laughs> that's true. They wouldn't that shop at the beginning. 
part huh? where they were serving at lunch. If this movie came out, <laughs> what? <laughs> that shop in the beginning. That's what they're serving. Dog in the yeah. Chinatown shop. You're racist. <laughs> <laughs> that's not racist. That's just what they do. That's what they do. I'm not they, saying that's all they cook. I'm just saying they they have no I heard problem you eating say dogs. That's all Chinese people <laughs> eat. Our dogs. There's a town in China that has a day every year where they round up stray dogs <laughs> to eat, and then they cook them and they they hang them in the streets, and then they uh, they have a feast for several. I don't have a problem with them killing dogs. I mean, I love dogs. I wouldn't never want to eat one, but that's their culture. So I don't know why you guys are saying I'm attacking them when I'm. If actually... this movie came out today, it would be our simply because the gremlins smoke on right, screen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just. PG thirteen. Uh, you Bam. can't. You can't. You can't have that smoking. It's got automatic R. Any Damn tobacco. Straight. Any tobacco use. But alcohol is fine. I think you got to get a waiver <laughs> to not have an R rating with smoking. Yeah, something. Either that or it's got to be like educational or like historically accurate or something like that. Probably what? like has to be a villain. No. Can't be a protagonist. Possibly without yeah. an R rating. Yeah, they have some avatar like that. Sigourney Weaver, his character smoked because well, I caught all kinds probably, of. It's probably yeah, it's probably because James Cameron's you know essing some D up mm-hmm. there at the ratings board. Plus that was in 09. so that came out. In that 09. was one of the yeah I yeah. Thought, I thought we were talking nowadays because obviously you can get a PG rating in '84 with smoking. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But yeah, yeah, I, I don't think know Avatar they... was a big deal because that was one of the first ones after they. They made that rule to to get a PG thirteen. So like, yeah, I, I don't anti smoking people were like, oh, you can't do that. I don't doubt that they made that rule. I'm just not sure like when. Like, do you know at all? It's sometime in the aughts, I think. Bucket list. Morgan Freeman. He smoked. Never saw it. It's out on TNT I hate, the other night. I hate that that movie uh, caused everybody to start saying bucket list as a thing because I hate that fucking phrase. That movie did. <laughs> I had Ow. never heard Bucket List before that movie. And now Bucket I hear it all bitch. the time. <laughs> <laughs> now, when we finish watching the Bucket List, we have to remember to cross it off our Bucket List. <laughs> oh, man. Let's talk about Gremlins. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, this is about the time when that... <laughs> Well, Billy comes and knocks the the last gremlin off his mom and into the fire, which was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Burn that little fucker up. Yep. So there's just spite or sorry, stripe. Stripe is the only one that survived, and the the one from the at the school. Yeah. So it's two total. They don't really know what happened to that one. Yeah, I guess he just met up with his buddies later. <laughs> 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 he chases stripe to the YMCA. And uh, he does a dope cannonball. It's like podcast <laughs> stripe. Was it a can opener? No. Huh? Uh, he had those knees tucked. <laughs> he had his hair back when he's going through the water. He's like, I'm about to multiply this bitch. Uh, it's pretty sweet. That was also about the same time that the dad is calling back from the road. And he's in a. He's with his other family. <laughs> <laughs> the one he has all the good inventions for. <laughs> I, I'm convinced this is his test fan. <laughs> and he hates them. That's, yeah. why he, that's why he leaves the shitty inventions there. Why he gives them the, the shitty Christmas presents. Right. 
And see, he was testing out the fucking Mogwai. He goes, here you go. All right, I got to dip out for about a month. I'll call back to see if everybody's all right. Well, he took the dog with him, too. (laughs) It's like, all right, dog, you've earned it. You're coming to the good family. (laughs) You got to think that Billy's supporting that. You're getting promoted. (laughs) You got to think that Billy's supporting that whole fucking family from his job at the bank. Because what the fuck is his dad selling? The mom's the homemaker, right? She doesn't have a job. Well, he sold a smokeless ashtray. <laughs> he gave one away at the end. <laughs> and he said on the phone, or actually he said to his wife in person, now so-and-so might be interested in one of the bathroom buddies. <laughs> it's like, great, you're going to sell something for fucking $20. That'll get us through the next hour. I can get them to you by the dozen. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you can. But somehow he just forked over $200 for this Mogwai for just his son. <laughs> he goes from 100 to 200 He's the worst negotiator. The $200. They don't <laughs> have, have to have it. <laughs> they don't even like counter offer. Like, all right, $200. Like, I'll give you all the money in my wallet right now. <laughs> Gotta have it. Been looking all over for it. Didn't know it existed, but it's exactly <laughs> what I'm looking for. Yeah, so Brett, what was the deal with that robot? Did you have it written down at all what he what he said? I thought he was just like making a sales call, and he was wearing a cowboy hat, and I just thought it was hilarious. Because I didn't get it, because he, he's in a phone booth, and outside the phone booth, there's like a robot talking to him. It's, <laughs> no, Robbie the robot was on his own uh, phone call. It was like a like a four phone. Uh, booth. Oh, okay. So they're like, boost right next to each other. Okay. So there's like a, you know, like an X-shaped glass and then each segment had its mm-hmm. own phone and the robot's like on the phone. And he's like, oh, you know, well, I don't know. I don't really use it myself, but it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I read somewhere that that robot was from a movie called Time Machine. Does that sound familiar? I read that the there was a... The time machine from the movie Time Machine was in the background oh, of one of yeah, those scenes, okay. and then it disappeared like it went forward or back in time. But I wasn't really yeah. paying attention to that, and I didn't go look okay. to see it. Yeah, that's what I saw, and I just assumed it was that robot because it was the only one I remembered. But Robbie the Robot was from The Forbidden Planet, and then I think he was in a bunch of other sci-fi movies in the 50s um, and 60s. So, I'm not well-versed in movies from the 40s, 50s, I guess. Yeah. Forbidden Planet's pretty good, though. I'd, I'd recommend that. Eventually. So, Robbie the Robot. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice way to work that in. <laughs> so, Robbie the Robot was like an established... Like, people knew who he was in yeah. like the 80s. Huh. I think From he's got... Let me look. It doesn't he, translate. Because he's on the, uh, the cast list on IMDb. Like, he's got his own IMDb page. Now who does the voice, then? I don't know. Robbie the Robot does his own fucking voice. So he was in... So Forbidden Planet was his first one. He was in The Invisible Boy. Uh, did a toy version of him in The Invasion of the uh, the Neptune Men. He was on two episodes of The Twilight Zone. He was on an episode of The Addams Family. He was in three episodes of Lost in Space. He was on an episode of Columbo. 
uh, Hollywood in Boulevard. In the 80s, I'm sure. In the 70s. 80, well, 80s was all about the robots, though. He was in a movie called Hollywood Boulevard. Rocky. Yeah, Rocky mm-hmm. and Short Circuit yeah. and this. He was, a, he was in an episode of Wonder Woman. He was apparently a hot dog vendor in heavy metal. Hmm. Heavy metal's 80s. Uh, Earth Girls Are Easy. Fringe and the Nerds, they had a couple sweet robots. Yeah. Well, at least one. I can't remember if there was another one that was almost like a Roomba or something type of robot. So he's in quite a few different things. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was funny. They put a cowboy head on him and he was, he was, <laughs> <laughs> like he was an inventor at the convention trying to, trying to sell shit over the phone. I don't know. It was just funny to me. <clears throat> All right. Then we get to the awesome, awesome bar scene. Phoebe Cates, they're leaving her alive because they're just making her 10 bar. And the gremlins are just having a ball in there. I couldn't figure out why she kept working. Like I did enjoy the fact that she kept serving. <laughs> like, 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 why like don't you just go customers home. or something? Yeah. Like, she could just walk out the door. And she wasn't getting paid for that gig anyways. I'm not going to let her walk out the door. I guess. I, yeah, I mean, I guess. But she did she say, could, she don't really bite tried. me. She's just sitting there behind the bar. She just said, don't. She did say, don't bite me. But she wasn't getting paid to work that job. She was doing it as a favor to Dory. Oh, yeah. She's, like, serving him drinks and stuff. <laughs> I have so many questions about that scene. All right. So... A bunch of them are smoking cigarettes, right? The gremlins? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then there's a part where she goes to light one of their cigarettes, and it gets scared of the fire. So how yeah. did all these other ones get their cigarettes lit? <laughs> yeah, that, I was wondering that, too. That's good. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know. Maybe they're uh, not pussies. Problem number three. <laughs> <laughs> Problem number three. <laughs> and yeah, this, this scene really drove home the how the hell are these things so smart? Like, how are they familiar with all this stuff? Yeah. yeah. Playing poker. They're just tearing it up. Break dancing. The one flyer. Where does he find a jacket his size? (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering. I was like, where'd you find a jacket at this hour your size? Yeah. Little boy's shop of rain jackets. One of them was in drag and uh, she she was hanging out with Stripe and uh, she was his lady of the night. Stripe's just baller. Because they didn't have any uh, lady gremlins till gremlins, too. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Well, you know that one's the bad guy, though, right? Based on other '80s movies, Stripe. No, the the crossdresser. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One of my uh, favorites in the bar is actually the uh, the one that's putting out the vibe in the back. That's just sitting at the table by himself. Just smoking a cigarette and being all, being all calm and shit. He's, like, <laughs> he's the only one in there that's just like even keel. Like, I'm just trying to enjoy my night. And all these fucking guys. Because the one gremlin comes up to him and he's like, rah, 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 rah. And then he just like, <laughs> I can't remember, does he punch him? Or he, I think he kills him or something. Did he shoot him? Yeah, he might have shot him or something. I don't remember. Stripe shot somebody for cheating that poker. Yeah. yeah. That gun uh, was gremlin sized. I don't know where, <laughs> <Right. it is. laughs> where do they get all this gremlin sized stuff. <laughs> do they have a lot of little people in that town that they uh, just got a, a shop that specializes <laughs> in it that they ransacked? So then uh, she escapes with Billy. Billy helps her get out, although the car is 
probably fucked over by the gremlins, so they have to escape on foot. And it's chaos all over town, you know. Well, she was flashing uh, Polaroids in their face to get out. Yeah. Give them, give them that she, bright light. Then she ran out of film. Couldn't take any more pictures. Yeah. So they escape into the... Where did they go before the movie theater? I think they went in the bank. Okay, the bank. And then the, what did, they didn't really do much in there, right? Well, this, Kate told her story. Oh. Yeah, that's the, the... Kate, here. Yeah, you want to tell her depressing fucking story? <laughs> sure. story? Yeah, so this is a uh, urban legend where the dad disappears, uh, what, on Christmas? The day it's before, not, the day it's before not an urban legend. It happened to her. Right, <laughs> right. But Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, yeah. He was coming home from work on Christmas Eve, and then he never came home. Yeah, he he never came home, and they, you know, they're sitting around trying to figure out where he went for days. They call the police, and eventually, uh, they get hit with this smell. Well, they start a fire, and something something gets they say stuck. They started in a fire. Yeah, and then uh, it was not burning real good. There's something coming out of the chimney. Something like that. Something clogged it. And then yeah, so like smoke like, was coming back in the house or something. Yeah, so they break through the side of the chimney to figure out what's clogging it, and they find the dad in a Santa costume with a bunch of presents. He was coming down the chimney to surprise the family. While they're Didn't awake? Didn't so well. Well, yeah, he was going to surprise them uh, after <laughs> work. <laughs> I think after work they're romanticizing it. I think Dad was trying to just have fun himself and play Santa. Be curious what it's like because if he's doing it when everybody's asleep, nobody fucking sees him come down. He doesn't have to come down the chimney. He He can do Christmas Evil style. You just come in through the door. Right. Remember, he tries to go in the chimney to get stuck. Right. Because most people would. (laughs) I suppose even guys would Jim Allen. Usually those uh, chimney uh, spouts are too small for humans. No. Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. When my you favorite think, part uh, of the story <laughs> was that... Uh, <laughs> my favorite part of the story was that while she was telling it, Billy was checking the phones to see if they were... <laughs> she yeah. wasn't even fucking listening. <laughs> yeah, no, keep, keep going. I'm, I'm totally with you. Like, this bitch and her lying stories. Yeah. <laughs> like, I ain't got time for this. Yeah. Did you guys see that the, uh, the studio execs wanted to cut that part out of the movie because they thought it was i don't know too dark and weird and because <laughs> it is a little depressing it, i mean it's kind of it's just weird like it it's is kind of i thought it was a weird there. little story to sneak in i get you yeah. don't like christmas because then she'd say now i have another reason not to like christmas yeah yeah it's like oh so gremlins and your father dying in a chimney well earlier she Jesus. got all super defensive like if you don't like christmas to treat you like a leper yeah you know <laughs> Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking This weird. is America. <laughs> you know, so Kate is supposed to be Billy's girlfriend. Like, he asks her out earlier in the movie. But, like, after that, that one scene where, she, where he asks her out and she says, yeah, I'd love to, she doesn't really give him, like, any affection through the whole rest of the movie. Like, when, when she's talking to him about Christmas. They kiss in the department store. Mm-hmm. That's true. But did you look at her face during that kiss? Doesn't it was like a weird really time for it. it. It was a weird time for it because they're about to fucking die. That's true. <laughs> but then, like earlier, when you know he goes and gets her from the bank, at, or 
when was it? At some point, they're walking outside, and that's when she says, like, that she doesn't like Christmas. Oh, she just seems kind of like yeah. moody. Yeah. And he walked her home from the bar after uh, Mr. F- uh, Futterman shut her down. Shut it down. Right, right, right. They put Futterman. She yeah. she didn't even clean up his empties or anything. She just locked <laughs> up and walked away. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. She, she no wonder she doesn't get paid. <laughs> I felt like the relationship thing was a little thin. I don't know. I just I don't fucking feel it. Probably didn't notice it when you watched earlier as a child. Yeah. Probably made a lot more sense back then. <laughs> I'm sure it did. <laughs> what what scene were we talking about? Uh, the bank. Yeah, right. Yeah. She tells a story. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So Spielberg and other execs wanted it to be cut from the movie, but Dante insisted. He thought it was a perfect metaphor for the movie because it kind of combines comedic and horror elements and you're not sure if it's supposed to be funny or scary it sounded like spielberg was a real dick in the production process why Had a lot of fucking suggestions that ended up not being used in the in the movie well he let dante well, this one did. have creative control of it though yeah yeah this but one he did. still suggests a lot of shitty stuff well, he's the only reason <laughs> <laughs> And he's the only reason, well, maybe not the only reason, but it was his idea to keep Gizmo around. That well, if, if he had his way, there would be no Gremlins. It would be people. Fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cut all these Gremlins out. We're going to call it people. Anyways. So, <clears throat> they find the all the Gremlins are checking out a little Snow White and Seven Dwarves. At the movie theater, which is, is yeah. like right across the street. or They figure out how to run the projector. Oh, sure. And they see they all seem very familiar with the Seven Dwarves. They, well, they keep running reel number four, and it's uh, hi-ho, <laughs> hi-ho, it's off to work we go. They sing along. Yeah, but I, when uh, Billy and um, Phoebe Cates and Gizmo come like walking in, Gizmo's already humming like, hmm. <laughs> like he already knows the song <laughs> when he gets in he's well aware <laughs> they're they're quick learners yeah sure maybe it's like an immortal being just keeps on living yeah they have a hive mind they're all connected <laughs> thing. interconnected they love them dwarfs so then uh they go downstairs and they what they open up that gas line yeah because they're, you know, pretty much all the gremlins are in there. So because uh, Stripes snuck out earlier to get some more candy and they'd eat everything. So he saw candy across the street. So he left. But all the other gremlins are there. And uh, Billy rigs up, you know, a timed explosion somewhat. But on their way out, the projector, well, the gremlins, you know, they kind of self-sabotage the projector. And uh, so the screen kind of goes blank and the gremlins can see them running behind the screen. So. They give chase, but still get locked in, and they blow up. Yeah. So it's just Stripe left in the department store. Mm-hmm. Then it's the Montgomery final Wards. showdown. It's Montgomery Wards. Is that what it was? <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Uh, I once stole a Hot Wheels car from Montgomery Wards when I was about five. Hmm. Well, you'd have to be about five because they've been closed for like 25 years. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a popping store. 
Or did they merge with like Macy's or something? I can't remember. I didn't see mm. that in the fun. Irrelevant. So they head over there. I'm trying to remember if they just they just fucking walk in. Do they break he in? He busts open a window. Oh, with like that little toy, right? Yeah, he takes one of them popper deals. Yeah, the plastic. It's like rolling a it's like popper. a little lawnmower type toy, and then it has things that pop up. Mm-hmm. And he breaks a window and a neon sign with it. Yeah, I was like, that thing would fucking shatter before <laughs> like, it even broke the window, probably. Like, did the window break because Stripe had broken a little part of the window at the bottom? Or like that is yeah. the world's weakest department store window. <laughs> break it with a little fucking Fisher-Price toy. Because God forbid they check the door. Yep. So right away, they know he's in there, and uh, Stripe's pretty much just gathering weapons. So they're trying to find the light switch to turn on the lights. Yeah. Gizmo kind of, uh, well, Phoebe Cates takes Gizmo with her, and she's kind of in, like, the she, like the office Yeah, she area. finds, like, the control room. Mm-hmm. And she uh, turns on everything but the lights, <laughs> including the fountain. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. And then Gizmo kind of skitters away. Phoebe Cates wasn't really paying that close of attention to him. <laughs> It seems and, like a uh, theme throughout this movie. Pay attention to pets. <laughs> Meanwhile, Billy's going mano y mano with Stripe. He shoots him with a, it was almost like a ball, a pitching machine. He hits him with at first. Yeah. Hits him back. And then he has a crossbow where he shoots Billy in the arm once. And the other one's blocked by a, he has a stereo that he blocks it with. But then, uh. And there's one part where uh, Stripe is hiding behind some stuffed animals, stuffed toys, and mm-hmm. one of them is E.T. Yeah. Because so like, wow. you got to throw all that E.T. shit in there because yeah. it's Steven Spielberg. And that scene in E.T. where E.T. was hiding in the stuffed animals. and dolls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, they should have popped him up. Or, you know, just a little cameo. <laughs> well, they, they, they put... They put oh. E.T. there. <laughs> they, they put the E.T. toy there just in case you, you couldn't figure out that that was a, a shout out to E.T. No. Yep. Like, just in case you, you you couldn't figure it out. This is this is from E.T. Trying to sell a few more toys. Hey, it still would have been in stores. E.T. came out in 82, so. Yeah. E.T.'s dope. Still in the cool with it. national zeitgeist <laughs> at the time. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Jason, got anything you want to add about the fights? Yeah, so there's that part where Stripe goes after him with a chainsaw, right? Mm-hmm. That originally wasn't even in the script, but they added it because it was an homage to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I couldn't figure <laughs> out how. <laughs> Just anything with a chainsaw is an homage. Hey, what the? F- no, I read that too. Hmm. They they put that intentionally, but I couldn't figure out how a wooden baseball bat was blocking a chainsaw. For like ten minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like he wasn't even like making a dent in it. He he shaved it a little bit, but. You couldn't make any progress. Yep. Why Texas Chainsaw? Why do they? I know eighty four would it would have been a ten year anniversary, yeah. but yeah, I, that shouldn't have been that big of a deal. Like just been ten years. Maybe it's just because they like yeah. the just because they liked it. I think it was. well, it's like okay. they brought it up in Pulp Fiction. They say Pulp Fiction is that Butch grabs the chainsaw as an homage to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's why they have the few things up there, like the samurai sword, is you know homage to all the samurai movies that Tarantino yeah. loves and but what else does he grab I think a hammer or something in Pulp Fiction I forget what it was but I think it was yeah. something else but anyways yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
There's one part uh, in there, too, where he starts throwing uh, circular saw blades at him, mm-hmm. which is pretty sweet. It was a uh, paying homage to uh, Saw before it came out. <laughs> <laughs> or that scene from Twister. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember that, that scene. That was definitely what it well, was. Well, Jones has seen Twister like a hundred times. <laughs> Several <right>? times. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of your movies growing up. Oh, I love Twister. It's so bad. It's <laughs> even so on the small so screen. So enjoyable. <laughs> even, even at home on the small screen. Oh, yeah. TNT, dude. <laughs> I think they play that shit every summer. <laughs> uh, Gizmo finds a nice little convertible for himself. And he starts just cruising around the store looking for, I guess, chicks? just looking for strength. <laughs> yeah, looking for chicks for a little bit. It's like so so he established that we didn't know what movie he was emulating for that. Yeah, the racing movie. It's the no. one that he was watching earlier. He just totally copycatted it. Hmm. Because when he was watching the movie, he was, he was mimicking driving the car. See how smart they are? And then he did it later. Found a car that actually works. Foreigners can drive, too. <laughs> Let's not get into that. <laughs> well, I don't know who started out with it, but everything on the theme is kind of ringing true a little bit. <laughs> Goes up that shovel and, you know, hits the jump. Yeah. Uh, stripe was... In the fountain, sweet. and he was starting to multiply himself with the water. Gizmo noticed the skylights above had some uh, blinds, like the drawstring blinds. Is that what we call them? Drawstring? Yeah. Blinds. So, yeah, he launches off the shovel into the air, kind of lands higher up by the drawstrings and pulls it. And <laughs> They're in the garden center. And he said, let there be light. And then there was. <laughs> and then the and then he rested <laughs> <laughs> and then stripe melts basically oh, that was badass. pretty gruesome that is pretty sweet yeah i was really impressed with the part where stripe melts like how did they get that skeleton to melt like that i don't know but when he jumped out that fountain that was pretty sweet yeah the one last jump scare gotcha <laughs> <laughs> y'all didn't see it coming so then uh, basically there isn't too much left. We I forget. Do they they don't ever touch on Judge Reinhold's character again after um after he tries to after he uh hook up with, yeah, hook up with Phoebe Cates. I don't think so. Cuz I thought they would have like had the gremlins fuck with him. Yeah. Seems like a wasted opportunity. I I heard that was in a deleted scene. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah. he already talked to. Yeah, Did you guys hear that? Really. Yeah. Did you hear it was in a deleted scene? <laughs> so somehow the the Chinese guy from the beginning just finds the house. Like I, there was no credit history. It was paid for with cash. He didn't even know that he bought it. Yeah. Well, I mean, he would notice that it's missing because it's going the whole time there in the fucking shop. Saying, let me out, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the one who's oppressing the Mogwai. Yeah. Well, then at the end, too, like, everybody thinks the, it didn't happen. They thought it was a Orson Welles mass hysteria type thing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you know, everybody suffered from mass hysteria. And now the town looks like shit. So thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so he shows up and is like, you don't get Mogwai. I get Mogwai. And he takes it back. <laughs> <laughs> well, the dad showed you up. You are not ready. The dad showed up, too. And he's like, what the fuck went on over here? Like, 
Well, so it's drawing to the mom because she turns around. There's an old Chinese man with two different looking eyes staring at her, and she screams. And Dad's like, "Oh, right, no, I, I bought the, I bought the Mogwai from this guy. This is the Mogwai guy. It was a Mogwai dealership in Chinatown. This is my friend from Chinatown. When he starts to take the Mogwai away, they should have just taken a glass of water and went Mogwai. <laughs> You get a Mogwai. You get a Mogwai. You get a Mogwai. Everybody gets Mogwais. Then he lectures them about how they're not responsible and you can't can't handle it and fuck you guys and shit like that. I was a little slightly disappointed when the old guy was like, oh, Mogwai have something to say. And they open up, the lady goes, bye, Billy. <laughs> and then he just closes it right on his face goes, again. Shut up. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, ooh, because, I mean, he talks here and there throughout the movie, you know, little cutesy yeah. stuff, and basically just bright light and mogwai and whatnot. So I thought he was going to be say like a whole sentence or something, just, bye, Billy, and then <laughs> shut the door on him. And then the old Chinese guy just walks away. Like, he doesn't have a car or a tax cab or anything. He's going to carry him back to China. <laughs> He's going to walk to China. He probably had to walk there. That's why it took him so long to get there. <laughs> he started a He left, <laughs> yeah. Ten minutes after it got sold. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> now I'm going to have to track this guy. <laughs> and then what, it ends? With? And then they fade the black, yeah. Oh, they say if you ever, oh, oh that's right. If you ever have electrical more. problems, <laughs> check for gremlins. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Turn on all the lights. It's like, look under up. all the beds. Bob Barker comes on and says, have your pets spayed and neutered. <laughs> Why was the dad the narrator? He wasn't even there for any of the action. He's telling the story. <laughs> yeah, but how does he know what happened? It's his story to somebody, tell. Somebody had to tell him the story so he could tell everybody else. Well, I was at the convention, and they wouldn't answer the phone. He's making this whole fucking thing up, probably. <laughs> well, you invented it? Is that what you're saying? You ah. it? <laughs> That's why he's an inventor. Yeah. Yes? Uh, he has something to say uh, to you. You mean you understand what he says when he speaks to you? To hear, one has only to listen. Perhaps someday you may be ready. Until then, Mokwai will be waiting. Excuse me, sir. Before you go, I just, I wanted to tell you that I am truly sorry for what's happened. And uh, if you would accept it, I'd like to give you this small token. This is the only one, there, there's one other one, but this is an invention of mine. Smokeless ashtray. How did you know that? Man at gas station tried to sell me. Latest word in technology. Very generous of you. I'm sure it will come in handy. Bye, bye, 
Well, that's the story. So if your air conditioner goes on the fritz, or your washing machine blows up, or your video recorder conks out, before you call the repairman, turn on all the lights, check all the closets and cupboards, look under all the beds. Because you never can tell. There just might be a gremlin in your house. Do you got some more fun facts for us or what? Yeah, I do. Just some random ones that didn't really fit in at any point in the conversation. Uh, so, gremlin animatronics, thirty to forty thousand dollars each. Each. Yeah. That's pretty no, sweet. No reaction. Uh, I I like the animatronics a lot. Cool. It was kind of like watching Yoda, and you know all the original Star Wars. Like yeah. it's pretty fucking cool it's even cool nowadays to yeah. look at that am- yeah. i like those yeah. animatronics yeah i thought it held up pretty well yeah. i was surprised um so at the beginning of the movie they kind of pan through town and they show the movie theater that's showing a boy's life and watch the skies which were working titles for steven spielberg's et and close encounters of the third kind mm. Mm-hmm. Oh. I was wondering what those were. Yeah. Not to be confused with this boy's life. One of the five worst ads in film. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all messed that up, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For good reasons, it sounds like. <laughs> uh, so the release date. So this is a Christmas movie, right? It takes place at Christmas. Seems like it should have been released around <coughs> Christmas time. It's actually released in summer. <coughs> Uh, it was originally going to be released around Christmas, but they didn't have a big summer movie to compete with Ghostbusters and Indiana Jones. Hmm. They released on half Christmas? I don't know. I think it was June. This is what I saw. Somewhere, somewhere in Christmas. summer. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't June 25th. Uh, Where's your half Christmas spirit? <laughs> <laughs> Because I know Spielberg, as executive producer, really wanted to compete with his other film, Indiana Jones. It's like, yeah, it was split my profits. So we have two movies, split the profits. Mm. Uh, The set for the town of Kingston Falls is the same set that was used for Hill Valley in Back to the Future. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks just like it. Yep, it is. Um, Is Burger King in that one? See Burger King about <laughs> fucking three times. Yeah, there's something I read about Burger King. Oh, I think uh, originally there were gonna be a bunch of people being eaten by gremlins in Burger King. Oh, something like that. Hmm. Anyway, uh, I think Eric, you mentioned Howie Mandel is the voice of Gizmo, right? Well, or somebody did. But a lot of people did. It's, <coughs> it's been mentioned. I was looking for it. It's been mentioned. Walter well, wasn't willing to verify until he found his face. <laughs> but apparently Howie's singing wasn't good enough because they had a 13-year-old girl do the singing parts for Gizmo. It's probably because he had a jury curl back then in the 80s there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that had to do with anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that hurts singing voice. But. <laughs> uh, did you guys see that Tim Burton was consider- they were considering him to direct it? But he hadn't directed a full-length feature film before, so they. Pee Wee is eighty-five. Yeah, yeah. Pee Wee was his first one. Uh, based on Edward Scissorhands. Um, what is that? Ninety. Like ninety, ninety-one. Yeah, 
That, that might have been kind of interesting. Maybe not 92, because Beetlejuice was like 89. Winona Ryder is a little older. Yeah. Never scissor hands. Yeah. Or 88. Say so yeah, with Beetlejuice and scissor hands. If you say it one more time, he's going to show up. <laughs> well, be careful. That dude, oh, from, lightly. that dude from the Red Howard Line. Stern show will show up. <laughs> this is your brain on drugs. <laughs> I'd swing that big thing back towards his face. <laughs> well, that's all I got. Oh. <laughs> all right, you guys have anything else you wanted to add? We got to mention that uh, Gremlins Three is still in production, pre-production. They haven't started filming yet, but there's a script from original writer Christopher Columbus. I think Joe Dante is back to direct, but because uh, can't get confirmation because we can't really confirm that until they really start shooting the movie. So, but still in the works. Did you know they tried to have monkeys play the gremlins? I heard that. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, this and yeah, they, this doesn't work." They tested one out in the in the director's office. And it uh, tore it apart and shit everywhere. So they're like, maybe we should use puppets. <laughs> <laughs> didn't like. So did the, you see the budget? Didn't like the gremlin's head. No. Anybody see the budget for the movie? Because mm-hmm. if you said what, forty, thirty to forty thousand each for every one, it's got to be pretty high budget. Yeah. There sure. wasn't any big names though in the star roles. Mm-hmm. So you, it's not like you'd have to pay any big actor too much. Yeah, they pretty much put everything into the production and the sets, and which yeah. it's pretty immaculate. All the the sets, production design, it's all awesome. Yeah, you know, I love the animatronics. You know, practical effects, love that shit. Well, I think that the town or whatever that village or whatever that they used for that and Back to the Future, they would used that in a bunch of other movies already. So it's yeah. just there. Mm-hmm. So I'm you tell sure a set because the, saved on. I'm the sure snow they looked, didn't have to build a new set. The snow looked like shit, so you could tell it was. Like, yeah. <laughs> is that like yeah. chunky cocaine that's on the car <laughs> or what? Probably. That's probably where all the budget money went. Yeah. Then they had a party afterward. Only snow that looked good was the one where that little boy pelted that girl in the back of the head. <laughs> Must have been part of the snowball for that one. Yeah. You got anything, Jones? Nope. Nothing. No. Did you finish the movie? What? <laughs> no, I don't have nothing. No? Okay. <laughs> you got anything else, Brett? No, I gave my other thing. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Both yeah. the monkeys. Sure. Change those batteries. You got anything, Jason? Nope. All right. I think that'll about do her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do us a favor. Give us the old rate and review on iTunes and Stitcher. Please subscribe and download. Tell us what they have phrases about aging people aging. Yeah. Black don't crack and then, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, and then the, the whole spike versus stripe thing. Yeah, hashtag. Hashtag. Stripe, WTMs, and, or just tweet at us. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't want to search those hashtags on the Twitters. Tweets. <laughs> uh, check out our website at WTMWatchThisMovie.com. Email us at WatchThisMovie at Yahoo.com. And, uh, oh, yeah, follow us on Twitter at WatchThis underscore Movie. All right, we'll check you later. Yep. Guess we'll see you around.
All right, check you later. Bye. Wait, man, why are you always such a dork, man? What are you talking check about? Check you later. Check you later. <laughs> hey, man, you're off my case.